From In the Beginning to the Musical Apocalypse, this is The Bible Says What. I'm your host, Mike Wiseman. My parents are pastors. I say it all the time on the show. And I've noticed on a few occasions that I say it after someone asks me if my dad left when I was a kid. To which I reply, I grew up in the church and that my parents are pastors. As if this somehow means my dad was a good person who would never leave his family because he's some sort of godly man. For the record, my dad is great. I see him all the time. No issue there. Parents still together. The issue is the way I have subconsciously used the fact my parents are ordained ministers as a way of setting aside concerns that my father would leave. It's just another example of residual religious thinking. Why do so many believe this to be the case, though? Why is the fish symbol seen as a symbol of trust? Are Christians more trustworthy than non-Christians? No. Christians can be just as shady as any other religious or non-religious person. Any human being can be untrustworthy. The problem comes when we give a pass to certain types of people that have a respectable impression with the masses, whether it's gods, military, or country. The flaws are ignored in the belief to hold to that idea that the whole is morally superior no matter what. Let's start the show. Is there anything in the Bible that you yourself have an issue with? <laughs> Okay, so it took you reading the Bible to realize that those things were bad for you? Yeah, it actually did. I, I didn't figure this out on your own? No, Ted, Ted Bundy could be redeemed. God doesn't kill children. Does, what do you think the Passover was? Yahweh sets up a whole system in the Old Testament where you slaughter animals just so he's able to forgive you. Today's special guest is Christian author and publisher Susan Gabriel. Welcome to the show, Susan. Thank you. Happy Thanks to for be coming here. on. Thanks for taking the time. It's got a kind of a tongue twister there. Welcome to the show, Susan. Show, 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 Susan. I'm already twisting myself over it. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about what you do. Um, I started out a few years ago just deciding uh, to publish a memoir. Mm. And uh, so I wrote it um, with the help of some friends who were very encouraging um, that I wouldn't have written it without their, their forced encouragement of me daring hmm. me saying that they didn't believe i could do it <laughs> so i had to prove them wrong uh and i wrote wrote that and then i decided to start a just a small business just just to publish my own works my own books uh, i wrote a children's book in fact i've written three children's books but they haven't been published yet i'm still working hmm. on uh, getting illustrations done by my artist um, but through that process, I got to know several other artists and other people that uh, were interested in joining my little company. Hmm. So now I've got about uh, eight to ten regulars, um, they're contractors from all over the world, and they help me put books together. And we've been publishing uh, some really interesting books. Fun. <laughs> That's great. That's great. So tell me about these kids' books, or, or you're not allowed to talk about them yet. No, uh, kids' books. Uh, you can yeah. maybe see a couple of them back there. 
There's one. Oh, yeah, I see a cat. Uh, one. Yeah, there are there are two of those books. There's a there's a book one and book two. There'll be probably maybe ten books by the time he gets done. He's very prolific. He wow. writes and illustrates the books. His name is Stephen, and um, he. Uh, it was a very interesting way that I met him. The story is called Curiosity and Encouragement. The first one is Curiosity and Encouragement Changed the World. Huh. <clears throat> and I met him in a very interesting way. Uh, he put out a post on Facebook that he had written a book, and he didn't know where to go from there. He wasn't sure what to do to get it published. And I happened to see it, and I said, well, would you like me to look at the book, and you know, maybe I can publish it. And I have a form that I send to potential uh, clients, and I sent him the form to fill out, and it's got several questions on it. But I realized after I sent it that I sent him the wrong form. Uh -oh. I sent him a form that I, yeah, I had changed a few of the questions uh, specifically for someone who's writing a Christian memoir. So mm -hmm. I had questions on there like, um, uh, you know, when, uh, when did you first uh, start believing in God? And what was the lowest point in your life? And what are three events that you would want to include in your memoir? Wow. <laughs> so, so I went back to him and I said, I'm so sorry. I sent you the wrong form. You don't have to fill out those questions. And he said, well, it's too late. I already did. Oh, man. <laughs> so, oh, did you put it in the yeah, book? Yeah, so, well, uh, here's what happened. Hmm. Uh, it turns out that the lowest point in his life was right then. That was the lowest point because he was living mm. in his car. Mm. Uh, he had just separated from his wife. He'd lost his job. Mm. Uh, he was living in his car in January in Colorado. Ooh. And so, so I, uh, I, took, I read his book and the story just blew me away because it, curiosity and encouragement are these two cats with different personalities and um, they try to change the world and they find out they can change the world with love. Yeah. And it, huh. I read the story and it was so close to a relationship that I have with this one of one of the friends that I mentioned that helped me, forced me to get my book written. And I considered him encouragement and I would have been curiosity. I mean, the, the story was just amazing how it fit together with my life hmm. and i knew that uh this needed to be he, he was going to become uh you know part of my group i knew huh. that i needed to publish his book and uh so i yes. did uh got him out of the <laughs> got him out of the um the car and into some place that was a little bit warmer and safer hmm. and um, since hired him as a as a contractor full-time contractor as marketing, because he has a background in marketing and sales as well. Mm. So um, he's uh, marketing and sales. And we also have a podcast, and he is my co-host for wow. our podcast. Super cool. Yeah. What's it called? Uh, it's called uh, Shiny, Shine with Curiosity and Encouragement. There you go. There you go. And it's That's pretty awesome. new. I mean, we've <laughs> only put out a few episodes so far, but uh, it's been really fun. Yeah, curiosity, encouragement. Yeah, it's, I can get behind that. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So, where yeah. did the ideas come from for the um, or the ideas. curiosity and encouragement? I don't know where he got the idea. The funny thing is, he said he just sat down and he wrote this in his car. 
he was just sitting there and he just got this idea and he started writing it and he said he, it took him an hour and he had written the whole thing in probably less than an hour and wow. uh now he you know he continues uh and the second book is curiosity and encouragement overcome fear oh there you go um the third book that he's working on now is curiosity and encouragement find mm. hope mm. and um so you know they're all books that are are very mm. positive and uh you know good messages for children yeah yeah curiosity and encouragement definitely um that sounds like a lot of fun and a lot of work too cats though man i, wanna, it's a lot I wonder of why fun. he chose cats i don't know <laughs> well he's got a better cat. with some dogs on and, there and, and, I, I agree i love dogs <laughs> my book is about dogs there My you book go. is first book was called Button Goes to School. Button is a dog. And based oh, on a dog I used to own named Button. And what happens in those? Yeah. Those are strictly yours. And does he illustrate that or, or is that just you? Um, that's I've written them. I don't illustrate. I'm not an author. I always tell everybody I'm not an author, but I'm surrounded by authors, which I love. I mean artists. Artist, not yeah. an artist. I'm an author, not an artist. Which is an artist of some <laughs> and, sort. And you're a podcaster, which is yeah, an art form artist. as well. So yeah, hold on yeah, to that. Susan, art. you're an artist. I absolutely love it. I am. <laughs> well, I, I wanted to be an artist. I majored in art for a year in college. And then mm. my parents uh, convinced me that starving artist was not a really good occupation. No. So um, you get kind I of hungry. <laughs> but you know, somebody once asked me, they said, if you had a whole bunch of money, if you won the lottery, what would you do with it? Hmm. And after thinking about it very carefully, I said, and I still would feel this way, I would buy an island and I would make it an artist's retreat where hmm. artists could come and do their work, uh, not having to worry about money to pay yeah. for a place to live or to buy food. That's great. And so that would be. That was my dream. So now I've kind of almost <laughs> achieved my dream because I am surrounded by artists. Yeah. And uh, you've made it's your so own nice island. To just be able to say, yeah, I, yeah, it's sort of an island of sorts. There you it's go. An online island. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah, they're they're really great. I've got some extremely talented artists hmm. uh, that live in other countries. Uh, one is in the Philippines, and I've got three artists in Nigeria, hmm. and they're just amazing. Man. It's That's been great. really fun working with them. Yes. Well, I mean, you're supporting local artists somewhere. So I guess that works, right? <laughs> Support your local yeah. artists. Yeah, and Steve, Stephen is. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Stephen lives in uh, Colorado. So, you know, mm. I do have a few. And then my, my bookkeeper lives down the road a piece, as we say in Texas. <laughs> yeah. Well, I wouldn't know yeah, that she, one. She know. happens yeah. to be, you don't, you don't know the, the, the phrase down the road a piece. The piece, no. <laughs> fixing to go. I'm fixing to go down the road a piece and see my bookkeeper. <laughs> I got the fixing to go part, but not the. <laughs> uh, yeah, everything here thank is down the road a piece. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, I might start using that though. Uh, thank you. Yeah. Um, so thank you for that. Uh, where does the, it's the fun part. Are you ready? Where does the God part fit into this? Where does the religion, uh, the Christianity, where does it fit into these stories? Do you have yeah. him in there? Is, well, is, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. He's there in, in some places it's obvious. In some places it's not as obvious. Hmm. In my book, uh, Button Goes to School, she runs into a few bullies in hmm. the, her school uh, that are making fun of one of the other dogs that's slow. 
And uh, she mm. had learned from her owner to be kind. And so she taught the other dogs the golden rule, um, you know, not to, to do unto others as you would want them to do to you. And so mm. she sits them down and she says, would you want to be made fun of? And if you wouldn't, then don't do it. So, so it's a, a little message about the golden rule in the book yeah. taught by the dogs. Interesting. And, uh, so, so, you know, hey, go ahead. yeah. Well, how does that fit into God, though, the, the golden rule part? How, specifically, how does that fit into God? The golden rule is actually, it's from the Bible. Um, there's there's a, a verse that basically says that. That's what Jesus said. That Basically, there are two commands. Love your father as yourself. I mean, love love God with all your heart and love your neighbor as yourself. Yeah. So, um, you know, hmm. it's it's and there is a a phrase. We don't. The Bible doesn't say here's the golden rule, but Christians have named it that. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, so it's uh, so, Matthew you know, seven like twelve. Said, things are Matthew yeah, seven twelve. So, so in everything, some... do to others uh, what you would have them do to you. Or this sums uh-huh. up the law of the prophets. Um, exactly. Uh, my thing is though that actually came way so our books are sort of uh the the golden yeah yeah so um, we've got hinduism judaism uh buddhism zoroastrianism yeah 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 Yeah. so i mean it's not specifically but i mean i can see how you yeah you didn't put a bible verse in there though (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so what else what was the uh the that, that's the obvious one what's the non-obvious stuff you got in there um well of course the you know just being kind things being like kind. that but also hmm. we've i've published other books as well some yeah. are very obviously christian some yeah. not so much so and here's the, here's the way that we operate and Right. The memoir is, uh, I guess you could say it's Christian, Christian oriented. It goes through um, my my experience, which was very traumatic that I had back in the 80s of losing my daughter. And um, it I talk about in the book, my relationship with God and how it was kind of fluctuating. You know, I believed and then I didn't believe because I was angry at God and then I was not only angry at him, I decided I wasn't going to believe in him, that I was going to become an atheist. And mm-hmm. in being an atheist, I said to God, <laughs> uh, I'm not <laughs> going to believe in Let's start that anymore, sentence over God. again. Being an atheist, I said <laughs> yeah, to God. <laughs> you... <laughs> yeah, exactly. I said, okay. God. Well, yeah. I'm not sure if that's I'm the, the meaning atheist. of that word there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said, so I said, if you are real, you're going to have to prove it to me. Hmm. So there was that point in my life where I felt that, you know, mm. he, he, my life experience was so horrible and awful. I just had a hard time believing, you know. What happened after that moment, though? That after you had said that? After I said that, nothing. <laughs> no, nothing. <laughs> nothing. Not for a while. It's so just, what was it that actually changed your mind from, from non, from angry at God to back to uh, I, th- I think I saw somewhere you walk with God. So from angry to God yeah. to walk with God, what happened? Okay, I've got to go back a little bit further to my childhood. Okay. I was raised in the church, hmm. and I was raised in a Lutheran church. And we, uh, I had to go through confirmation classes in the Lutheran church. You have to memorize a bunch of Bible verses, hmm. 
And also, um, there was a time earlier in my life when I was in my 20s that um, I wanted to be a pastor's wife, and my husband was going to go to Bible Bible college. But we were very really into going to church and Bible studies and things like that. So I have a large part of the Bible, the verses memorized. I can't tell you where they're located necessarily because mm. my mind remembers words better than numbers. <laughs> I'm not great yeah, at that. the numbers part of memory. Yeah. And my even now my memory, I mean, it's like my brain is so stuffed full of stuff. It's hard for me sometimes to unpack it, to get to the thing that I want to get to. And yeah. I'm, I'm not young anymore either. So that doesn't help. <laughs> I don't think it gets any easier. That's why I'm hearing anyways. I don't know. So I'm, I'm in trouble. <laughs> no, so, but anyway, I have all these Bible verses packed into my head. And what happened was hmm. I said to God, show, show me, prove to me. Yeah. And I, after that, I, I, I just said, I'm not going to believe in you. But unfortunately, I probably continued to pray just because it was such a habit. And there were mm. so many bad things I wanted to have changed. But what mm. happened was I started, I would, I would every so often a Bible verse would come into my head for no reason. It seemed like no reason. And I would, and it would be appropriate for the circumstance. Uh, one example that I give in my book of what God did was I happened to be driving down the street and uh i was going flipping through the radio stations and one radio station was a christian station and it said a bible verse uh said that there there would be nothing hidden and that all things would be uncovered it's something like that that there was you know all all things would be known in the end mm. all there you could not hide it's something along those lines and i wish i could remember the actual verse right now i'd have to yeah. look it up in my book <laughs> but, but but it coincided um, with something I, you were feeling or going through at the time yes because and I was, it connected I was with you and resonated myself, with you yes and i thought to myself how i am i want the department of social services to be exposed for what they did they took my daughter for no reason they just they just took her out of my home and accused us of abuse and there was no evidence whatsoever so that but that was what was going on in my life at the time then i drove to we had a little a little hold, office hold so sorry thank you mm -hmm. that was awesome uh so um at that point though that's that do you feel that was something you needed to hear yes i did yeah. and i got it confirmed when i drove to our little office and i was standing at the copy machine and one of our the members we had a group of people who were working with us then. And one of the members had posted that exact Bible verse right above the copier. So it was like, God was shouting at me, you know, this Bible verse that nothing, nothing would remain hidden. So hmm. that, it was like I was speaking to me and God was saying, It was saying, like well, he was speaking worry. to you, but he Eventually wasn't. they're gonna be exposed. No, I don't say that God speaks to me in a literal sense. I will say why, why does he not do you, to my heart in a literal sense? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I just know I haven't I haven't been privileged with actually hearing God's voice, but huh. I, maybe he doesn't because he knows he doesn't need to. Maybe he maybe he knows that what he says and speaks to me in my heart hmm. is enough that I would understand. 
which it... makes sense because I told him to tell me, to prove to me, well, this happened over and over. This wasn't yeah. just a one-time occurrence, you know? So yeah, various times, various verses. <laughs> happened throughout my life too. Different... <laughs> yeah, right. Probably. But, uh, you know, that's, that's specifically contributed to God and, and, do you think it happened after you had started saying something or throughout your life? Did you receive comforting words at times of need um, through strangers or radio shows or music or family members or anything? You know, uh, it, it never occurred to me to really pay attention to that before. Yeah. It wasn't until it wasn't afterwards when you started paying say, attention, yeah, then you started until, noticing it. Until I said, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I, I said, I'm not going to believe so it's you. It's almost like you were looking for it. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I, I hmm. was, I don't know that I was looking for it. it, it it's just comes. And even now it, it will again occasionally happen. Like with the yeah. book. Yeah. I get it too all the time. Yeah. Book. yeah. Yeah. Right. I'll be like, there's this uh, podcasting I listen to and it like it, Almost all the time, almost all the time, not 100%. We can't count all the, you know, we're not going to count those elements, but it, it correlates to what I'm doing on the show or what I'm doing in, in work uh -huh. or, or stuff like that. And I'm like, man, this guy must be following me around. He knows my schedule. He knows what I'm doing. But, you know, and, and it's just coincides with it. It's not anything actual supernatural. It's just a happenstance, you know. Um, How do you know it's not supernatural? Well, because I have no evidence to believe that it is supernatural. I don't think he's a spirit man that floats around in my house and knows what, what goes on. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. But Why would I contribute that not. to the spiritual, though? There's so many other options. Like, like, it could be me from another universe that's coming here to help me out. Like, there's so many options. Could be. So many. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't want to pick one. Could be. You know, I have no evidence for either one. I didn't ask anybody for this help. I'm not, you know, I do need the help, obviously. I mean, six years into the show, I still need help with the show. But, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's not like I'm going to contribute that to some supernatural special thing. It's just a happenstance that happens in your life. Or or you really have to go to the bathroom when mm -hmm. you're on the road and all of a sudden there's that 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 last stop. Oh, man, I got it. That wasn't Spider-Man helping me out. You know, you know, that you, wasn't, know uh, you say that it's, Tim Curry's you say ghost. it's not. No, but you don't know that you don't right. know we don't know what it God. is so we're not going to pick one right. right right so i'm not going to like say it's elvis for sure you, because you don't it could be but you don't yeah it's possible right it's right. possible that god is giving you these little blessings all, all along the way elvis. in your life and you just overlook it and you don't see it and you don't give him the credit yeah. Well, how do you know right. it's him though right. without a voice? That's the thing though. Without is, that voice, without that, that reassurance. Isn't that a possibility? But what if you had the voice? Wouldn't you be able to discount that too? You you could I just say, "Oh, I, I must be just hearing things." Yeah, yeah. So I, you know, if, if your requirement up. to know that it's God is to see Him in the flesh, yeah, or to you could hear walk a voice. Those are your requirements. You know, yeah. that's that's. Have you Basic asked Him about need, that? You know, have you asked Him to show up? Oh man, Susan, my whole uh, life I, I, I asked ask that him. guy to show up because that was what I was told was going to happen to me or it was told that he was real and what was going to happen to me if I didn't believe he was real and I didn't have this relationship with me was I was going to burn forever. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I tried. So were you brought up in the church? Yes, I did. Were you brought up in a Christian church? church? No. 
what 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 was the type of church was it evangelical holy roller denominational church Uh uh-huh and uh so you became disillusioned with the church at some point uh no i left the church i just i i left the church i left the religion i read the book Uh i wrote my own book on the book yeah i know i've been there done Mm -hmm. that god doesn't show up yeah neither does all the other gods but you know who does was there a particular was there a particular spider-man shows up yeah you're spider-man was there a particular (laughs) incident that happened that caused Mm. you to say that god is not showing up here like you know did you have a loss or something oh uh, no no losses um it was my experience um throughout life and god not being there for it so just like tim curry's ghost isn't there for my experiences spider-man really you know he's just a story he's not really there the holy ghost casper none of those ghosts yeah, it's just it's fantasy. Yeah. It's fairy tales. Well, uh, well, yes, for you it is. For you, yeah. you're looking at it that way. And yes. um I didn't start off that me, way. I don't I thought it, it was real. Way. Yeah, I thought yeah. it was so real. Yeah. I was scared every day that I was gonna burn in hell if I didn't love this 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 great guy. Whew, if I screwed up once. Is that do you, you know, believe in hell, Susan? You know. I believe that hell is separation from God. What does that mean to you? Like, can you explain separation and, from God? Um, a separation from God is uh, not having any any options for uh, positivity in your life. It's 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 a a constant huh. negative. And I, I'm not saying that you know, I understand hell. I mean, I know it's explained in the Bible by a whole lot of different Mm. things. Uh, Separation from God is one of them. Um, You know, a burning lake of fire, but that's where the the Satan and his, uh, the angels that followed Satan would go. Evil Burning lake of fire. That's where that comes from. I would definitely go there. I've blasphemed the Holy Spirit. I'm I'm done. (laughs) Um, But separation from God, it's a, it's a negative thing. And, a negative thing created by a being who's supposed to be all loving an all loving father Ah, who wants to take care of you. Yes. Do you think that's a good thing or a good idea? Would you do things that that way? uh, Yes, I would. I would do them the same way because if your kids don't love you, you would do that to them. If your kids don't love you, would you force them to love you? Is that love? Is it love? I wouldn't torture them, Susan. That's different. That's different. I'm not talking torture. I'm talking I about am. love. Separation you said, from God. You, can't love things. you said it's all negative. Okay. Separation from God. Yes. Yeah, it's all negative. And God causes that negative because he's all positive, but apparently. No. <laughs> right? <laughs> you, you cause it yourself. You've I am all, not going to cause my own negativity. Yourself from God, you, you, in the end, you will. And I will. Pray I'm separated from God now. Susan. Whether you believe in it or not, I know you are. And I'm okay. You are. And you, you walk, you walked away. You believe you're okay. In the yeah. end, you won't be. And I will pray for you because I do believe. Right. Um, but who's going to cause God, that to happen God to me? I'm not going to throw myself well. in hell, Susan. Someone's going to have to push me. <laughs> Just saying. And it's got to be God. And the Bible says Jesus and his angel armies are going to come and throw me in hell. 
I don't think it says that. You don't think it says that? No, I don't oh. think so. Oh, well, it, it, it does. Bro, I'm going to look it up here real quick. Specifically? No. Play the great music that we're holding. Da, da. Matthew 13, 41 through 42. The Son of Man will send out his angels and they will weed out of his kingdom everything that causes sin. That's me. And all who do evil. That's also me. They will be thrown into the fiery furnace where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. That is Matthew 13, 41 through 42. Second Thessalonians 1, 7 through 9 says, This will happen when our Lord Jesus is revealed from heaven in blazing fire with his powerful angels. Eight, he will punish those who yes. do not know God. That's me. Yes. And do not obey That's the gospel of our Lord Jesus. That's me as well. Uh -huh. We'll be punished with everlasting destruction. Jesus is doing all this. I'm not throwing myself in there. You're, this is when Jesus returns at the end, at the end of time. This, this Which is, is any day now, apparently. Uh, so I've heard. Part of, so I've heard, anyways. <laughs> seems like it, doesn't it? The way the Middle East is exploding. Oh, it's always been like this, Susan. It's always been like this. Yeah. <laughs> There's actually been it times where it's been, been worse than this. Yeah. So yes, I don't know about that. It has the whole been thing. worse, but we can but, get into that. Know, I'm very curious. Uh, how yeah, you I don't about know that. about what the end times. Jesus return. Um, so yeah, but I'm not oh. throwing myself in. Let's just say the end times happen next week, and okay. I'm still here. And Jesus comes back with his let's, angel army and himself and his swords. Okay, let's say what happens to uh, me. All right. Let's say, let's say the question is, um, did you know me? Jesus asks you, did you know me? No, you never showed up. Jesus, if where you were didn't, you? Didn't, didn't know him. How do you know to follow him in the end times? And to be, How am I supposed to follow you an invisible being, Susan? <laughs> <laughs> it makes it kind of hard. How do you Who's to know, blame at that point when they don't do show up? Who's to blame? In the end times, Jesus will appear in the flesh. That's what, what it says. He will come back. He will come and back all, at some point. And everyone will Angry. know it. Everyone will see it. Yes. And all we'll at once. see him. And mm -hmm, Right. Mm. And at that point, either you will acknowledge it, that this is Jesus the Christ, uh -huh. or you uh -huh. will not. And then you will be the one who walks away because you're the one making the decision so okay that happens at the end times i have a choice at that point when i see jesus mm -hmm. coming down he'll still be like ha with the sword and then i'll be like okay you're jesus and he goes okay 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 i'll let you go i'll let you go or no you're not jesus and he slices me in half or sends me to hell <laughs> so what I happens if i was going to i said hmm. what happens if what Sorry. Yeah. What happens if I die tomorrow? Right. Susan, I don't have, there's no invisible man in my heart. I've blasphemed the Holy Spirit over and over again. I've told God he's not relevant. What happens? You're, if you're a mouthpiece of Satan and you're so mm. arrogant as to believe that you are, um, you know, you're smarter than God. Oh. If there were a God. I am more moral uh, than the God of the Bible. I'll give you that. Okay. Tell, tell me that. Tell me tell me about your morality. Do you believe in good and evil? Do you believe that some actions no, are good and oh, some yeah. actions are not good? I see. Yes. Where we do you can get consider that some actions good and some actions are considered bad okay. or even evil. We'll, get, we'll throw where that did, on there. Where does your morality come from? How do you empathy, know what, what actions are good? My empathy, my experience, the society that I live in, and my common sense. I use all of those in com combination okay, so those to are, do less harm. 
that's what I do. Okay, so those are all things that you feel internally. That well, society is not something I feel internally. But it's, it's my, no, but the, my experience the isn't really something I internally. feel internally either. But, but those are the things that cause you to to believe that there is a good and good actions and and you're close. You're close. These are the actions. things that I use to decipher whether something is good or bad. Mm -hmm. These are the things that I use. Yes. Mm -hmm. These are my tools. We can call them my toolbox. Yes. My toolbox of right. good or bad. And this, these are my tools I use. Yeah. Okay. How how is how come there isn't such a thing as just it's your opinion that certain actions are good and my opinion that certain actions are bad why yes. do our actions coincide we both believe that you know harming innocent children is wrong yeah. right well i'm gonna we're gonna we're gonna try that out we're gonna test it out we right both, now susan are you ready we both believe that harming innocent children is wrong correct we believe that it's it's wrong yes okay so when god kills innocent children we can look at that and say it's a bad thing, correct? We can look at it and say we don't understand God's behavior or God's Why the God change? There's the God's problem. There's the disconnect, Susan. You see what just happened there? No, it's there is no disconnect. You said I'm talking about actions of a person, behavior, your behavior, not God's behavior. I cannot look at if you're going to put yourself above God and start yes. evaluating what God does, then you are no better than Lucifer because that's what I'm going to put did. you above God too, put Susan. Above God because I'm we not. wouldn't drown children. But that has nothing to do with whether God would, because he did. God apparently. instilled morality in all of us. For the most part, we we've, we've all got the same ideas of what's moral and what's not, and that comes from a, a, an absolute truth something that's absolutely true if it's absolutely true that it's and, bad to drown children susan then it's absolutely true mm -hmm. that god when he did it did a bad thing no no because no. we're saying what's good or bad god yes. is the one who ultimately will make that determination so he says it's good to drown innocent children he doesn't say that does he did he ever say that is it saying well, if we're going by what he does good, if his actions are good because it doesn't say that everything that he has done is something that we would approve of we don't yeah. approve of everything if but we don't have it we don't have the right to approve or disapprove of god's behavior yeah because god is god can let me let me put this mm -hmm. let me tell you uh an analogy and see if you how you would um, answer this part. Go ahead. What if we were a simulation? What if everything that you know and everything that you see, the entire universe and all of the people in it are just in a, like an electronic simulation, like a game, like mm -hmm. SimCity, right? What am I? Does the, you're, you're just a little character in SimCity. So I, I am a, my, a part of the simulation. Okay, I got you. So I'm a part of the simulation. I'm not yeah, from the you're outside. You're in the, of the game. game. Gotcha. Part of the simulation. <laughs> no, you're not outside of it. Gotcha. <laughs> the only one that's outside of it is the one that created the simulation in the first place. The creator. Okay? So the programmer. The creator. Right. The programmer. So if he looks at it, 
his simulation and he decides, you know, I'm not really happy with this part of the simulation or for whatever reason, let's hmm. say he's got a plan and he has, his plan requires certain elements to be in place. And so he decides that part of the plan can be carried out if he wipes out a certain portion of the simulation. Hmm. Well, that's his choice because he's the creator. We, we hmm. little Sims in a Sim city, we can't, we don't know what's in his mind, hmm. but he is the creator and we're not. And so that's yeah, one we're way conscious we beings. We have lives. Uh, we have love. We have fear. We have thoughts. We have, we think we do. We think so. Oh, so to wipe that you out know? is okay. As long as, as long as the programmer knows that it's not real. So the people inside well, the that have become conscious of what's going on are now still not worth anything. They're just they're just okay to be deleted. That's a sad <laughs> way to think. You know. Oh um, man, yeah. No, I think everybody uh, deserves a chance. I don't understand why why this would be a good thing. And then if we did that, if we created AI and it became conscious. And then it had a little civilization and we decided that half that civilization that we created of, of living beings that think they're living, but they're just in a computer program. It's okay for us to wipe it out. Susan, I don't think that's a good idea. I mean, we got to have a little you more conscious than that. You, you, you are, again, trying to put yourself in the mind of God. Yeah, because we just and did that whole thing. That's what we did. I'm not, I'm not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hmm. There, so you're okay with the idea of going to hell? I don't think it's real, um, but I do. I am curious about the Satan character. Oh, so so you're okay with going to hell if there is a hell? I don't, now, I don't think there is the one. Like, there's a lot of you different hells, Susan. Uh, Christianity is one of the hells. that there's. There's a lot of different versions of hell throughout and different religions. Why do you believe? Okay, that's it. Okay, stop, stop. I want to know why Christianity is hell. What is it about it? What what parts of it? And is it really Christianity that you're evaluating, or is it a particular church and a particular hmm. religious um, practice? Let's say no. rather than Christianity. No, I'm not. What it's is just it religion hell? in what, general. What I just don't hell? believe it. That's all there is. I don't, I don't think there's any hell from any is, religion or any heaven from any other religion. That's all it is. Why is religion so bad? I didn't say why religion, is religion is so bad. bad. I just said I don't believe but you it. You must think so because, okay, you don't believe it. Then why are you, why do you talk about it all the time? Ah, this is a good question. It is something that I see in my everyday life. It is something that I grew up in and something that I know. That is why I talk about it. And I see that other people believe this wholeheartedly. And I want to know why and how. Where does that come from? Where do they experience this thing? Because I don't experience this thing. They've got all the answers. God, this is this is it. Well, you walk with God. Well, you must have some answers as to how this all makes sense. Because to me, it doesn't make okay. any sense. It doesn't add up. Okay, great. Okay, then I want to say to you, if you are truly interested, because you do talk about this all the time, I, I, I can sense that already. But if you truly want to know what Christianity is and what, what 
is the, what, what is the draw? Why am I? Do you want to know why am I a Christian? And yeah, yes, exactly. Me? And is, do you have a good reason? Great. What are the reasons for these things? And your reason was okay. uh, the Bible verses and how they connected to you in life. And that was okay. One that, of your reasons. that was that was yeah. later on. But first, the first thing when I very first would say I came to to know God and I came to believe in Him, I was a teenager. Well, and my main thing, Susan, I, is though, did He show up? Did He show yeah, up in a convincing way that would be convincing to yes. everybody else? Because it was convincing to me. He did yeah. it in a way it's a, that it's I a personal think. experience. Yeah. He needs to be it God, that's what it is. Yeah. Uh and you said derisively, like you're discounting personal experience. I can't discount your personal experience. That's your personal experience. I can't I can't discount it and but, I I can't buy it either. I mean it's like if if you like what's the what's the thing is uh, uh oh my goodness. Uh, and what is the word? Oh my goodness, I'm losing this. Um, what does bypass that? I've just totally lost it. Oh, extraordinary uh, claims require extraordinary evidence. That's what it is. And if if an extraordinary claim, like there is an invisible man sending you these these Bible verses, these people, these things, then we're going to need some extraordinary evidence to back that up. And I don't have any evidence that it's anybody specifically that's doing this besides yourself or people i have no evidence okay I mean, here's one. you believe in god another yes. question but, yeah. but okay look it could be calling mom do you ever look at yourself do you ever look at yourself look at your arm yes look at your arm yeah look at it but looked at it what's going on <laughs> this is a trick what's okay. going on where yeah did you make it did i make what my arm your arm Mm-hmm. No, I also didn't make the computer, the pen, the where, microphone. Where did it come from? Yeah, where where did your arm I don't know. come I'd, from? I'd have to look into it. I don't know. Oh, my arm? I don't know. It came from my parents. Okay, and Genetics. where did they come from? Their parents. Where where did everything come from? I have no idea, Susan. I have no idea. And would you want to know where they came from? Picking God as the answer is not helpful. Yes, of course, it's a curiosity, but it's not my main curiosity is where everybody came from, where the whole where life came from. There's smarter people than me that are going to figure that out eventually. It's not me. I'll just wait for somebody to figure that out. But to pick something now, to pick a, a specific God out of the millions of gods there are, even, that's, I can't do that. I can't do that. I, I just, okay, just well, me. there, yeah. Great questions, though, Susan. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to know yeah, about Satan, though, when you're done with your you, questions. You, yeah, Satan, you you read If you've read the Bible, apparently you've read it quite a lot or you know quite a few verses. You know where Lucifer came from. You know, you know what happened. Lucifer tried to overthrow, basically overthrow God. He tried to hmm. um, he, he wanted to be God himself. And he was. He had the arrogance to believe that he could, but even where did Lucifer, Satan come, Lucifer come from? God. Well, he he lived with the guy. He yeah, was of course he did. God, God showed up for Satan. Who but created Satan? Exactly, he he did. Who created Satan? God God created everything. Does God know everything? Does God know everything? He's omniscient. Uh, all knowing. Let's put those two powerful. together. 
Yes. Let's put those two together. God knows everything. God created Satan. Mm -hmm. God knows exactly and what so, Satan's going to do. Mm -hmm. Yes. God created Satan knowing Satan was going to do what he's going to do. Yes. Why would you create a being you know is going to try and overthrow you, number one? Number two, mess with your children and cause them to go to hell. Does that make sense? You know, it does make sense because yeah. would you, if you had the opportunity to take a magic potion and mm -hmm. give it to some woman that you had fallen in love with, and it would mm -hmm. mean that she would love you, she would not be able to not love you. She would love I wouldn't you. wouldn't do that. You, no choice. Why, why wouldn't you do that? Well, why would I want to force somebody to love me? Exactly. Why would God want to force someone to love him? Ah, let's he turn it around. Susan. Hold on. Hold on. There's more the to that angels. story. There's more to that story. Mm -hmm. So I chose not to give her the love potion, right? So I said, she's free to love me if she wants. She chose not to love me. Yeah. What yeah. did I do? Did I curse her? Did I send her to hell? Did I cause her negativity? I don't know. Would those I don't be know. good things? I don't, what it? Uh, we're not. I don't think they would be Susan. good things. It's, I hope you wouldn't date anybody like that, what Susan. What you would do? <laughs> <laughs> that no. doesn't sound like a very no, nice guy. But, uh, it's the same guy that wouldn't po He wouldn't give you, you the can... potion to force you to love him, but he's going to give you an ultimatum. If you don't love him, you're going to be miserable because you don't love him. He's going to give you as many chances as he possibly can to come back he knows what it him. will take susan but he hasn't done it why would he need chances he knows everything he knows the magic words he knows the magic thing to show up and do he knows so it's on him to do it it's on him to show up so you're again you are putting constraints on god no constraints. Who is the creator? He wants to have a relationship with me. He needs to show up. He's an absent father, Susan. He went out and got eggs and he never came back. I was never even born. Oh, is that what happened? Is that what happened to you? Did your father oh, that, leave? Yeah. Would that be bad? Would that be more like it? Would that be more like a Honestly, thing there if I had a broken childhood? Did you have a broken childhood? No, my parents are pastors. They go to church every weekend. Oh, so your parents are pastors. Oh, now it's beginning to make sense. There it is. So it you grew up right? to pastor's kid. I knew there was something. Some reason why God has not yet been able to get through to you. And that's the reason. <laughs> that's obviously. Why is that, Susan? Wait, I went to church every weekend and because God couldn't get through to me? Exactly. You felt like I was there, having, Susan. Having, I was talking I know. to him. You've he wasn't talking back. Yeah. 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 And I, you felt like <laughs> you were being pushed into something You're that so you funny, did not Susan. want to believe. No, so are you. <laughs> no, it was, uh, it, uh, um, it's always funny when people try and pin you out and pluck you out. Um, but no, it wasn't that. But, uh, but thanks for trying. That was good. So, Satan, would you, you create a bad did guy? Did you say, are you saying that you did not have parents that were, were, pastors were involved in the church no i did yes or but are you just I, saying i'm saying your, you did. your 
dissection of it is incorrect. That's not the reason why. Yeah, your reason. You, you're uh, still so trying, me, but it's not so quite there. I, 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 okay, so tell was, me what it is then. I told you tell what me, it was. What, what was you, it? You you asked God to show up and he didn't show up. God's never been there, a Susan. Thing? There you go. God's and never been there. He's why kind do you of know like, he's never Because he's not, Susan. I don't know how why else to say it. Patrick Swayze isn't behind me while I'm molding any clay either. Like, how Why do you know Patrick Swayze is not right there behind you, Susan? Where where does the power for your body to continue keeping you alive Food. come from? Food. And where how did how does that all work together? How does food I don't your know. Body I'm not a nutritionist. Magically I know the body yeah, the food goes in, don't. it gives me energy and it crap the rest out. It's how my body okay, works. Okay, now Susan. we're talking. There's people that are smarter than you me that know more know, than me about right. it. Yeah. Yes. I don't think Jesus is holding yeah. my bowels together. So many. <laughs> uh, That's a, you know? kind of a crude way to put it, but maybe he is. Maybe, I mean, the power, God, God is in control of everything. God is okay, in control. And he, and, and why he is, uh, I think, you know, he is humoring you. He's letting you continue God's in control. to exist. <laughs> yes, he is. God's allowing everything to happen right now that's happening. Yes. God's allowing children to be assaulted and in his church. And he also allows us... He's in control of that. He allows... Oh, he allows free will. Free will. No, 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 no. no. He's in control, important. though, you said. He's in He's in control. and his, but So part he of has the, the power to step in and has, stop things, right? He gives people free will. But does he, he have the power to step in and help? Help. Yes. He okay. Can. So he gives he people free will to do whatever they himself. want, but God can step in and cause a church building beam to collapse on somebody that's about to assault a child. God can step in and turn bullets to bubbles, right? Just saying. I'm just saying. If God he's in control, does not enter. Yeah. Yeah. God I think that'd be a better idea, control. Susan. I would do that. If I was God, I would do that. If that sounds like the mouthpiece mm. of Satan, then Satan I'm sounds like a pretty swell guy. Yeah, that's probably kind of the kind of stuff that he was whispering to all the other angels that he wanted that, that followed him and to into the turn bullets to bubbles. God. That sounds like something Satan would say. Yeah, yeah, it could be that he he persuades everyone else that he's he would make a better God. That uh, because he wouldn't give people free will, and if what happened if they started to do something bad, he would cause it to to uh, never happen. And uh, so that kind of world, maybe that's the I don't know. I wasn't there, obviously. I just know well, yeah. Lucifer rebelled against God. Yeah, and that's a, so that's a tough it sounds one. to me like yeah, it sounds to me like you experienced some kind of event I didn't. at some point. I didn't well, it just sounds it's just a long history. Yeah. It's my life. It's my experiences. It's my empathy and all those things that go together. It has nothing to do with, I was hurt by the church. I'm not angry um, at God because I don't believe were... he's real. Just like I'm not angry at Kali Ma for not helping me mm -hmm. or, or anybody else. Okay. So, you don't believe he's real. 
do you believe my God is real? If your God is not real, I don't understand. What do you mean, your God? What's your God versus I mean, the God, the God that I, of the Bible? The God that I believe in is oh. real. Obviously, there's a God or a picture of God that you have in your head that's not real. I agree. Huh. I think the picture you have in your head of God yeah. is not real. Yeah, I agree. The it's not the same God or, that you worship. I agree. It's probably not the same God, but I'm sorry. Right. It's the same guy from that book, that Bible book back no. there. It's the same God. If you read that story from cover to cover, he is a monster. He's an egotistical madman who gets jealous at children for the sins of their fathers and lashes out irrationally. Oh, he also needs you know, bloodshed for forgiveness. I've, I've seen that. I've heard that. I know there are many podcasts and books that are that take that approach. That's your that's a picture of God that is in your head that is not accurate. I'm going to switch that around. And that is the picture you've chosen, not the picture of the God in the Bible. The God of the Bible is the same God, but you've taken and painted a different picture of him. And it's it's a more loving God. You know, it's a God that doesn't drown children or, or punish them out of jealousy, uh, even though that's in there. Susan, this has been a blast. I enjoy the back and forth questions. I appreciate your time. Um, I'm going to let you have the last word and then where can we find your stuff? Okay. My last word is going to be a prayer. Dear Lord, I come to you today and I would like to lift, lift up this podcast host to you. Um, you know him. I know you have worked with him in the past. You've shown him things. He's chosen to ignore them. Um, dear Lord, I just pray that you would open his eyes, open his spiritual eyes so that he can see who you really are and what your character is really like. Please help him to better understand you and what you are and what you have always been. And I ask this in Jesus name. Amen. Thank you, Susan. Oh, where can we find your books? Uh, Amazon, you know, Amazon. you can just, um, yeah. Everybody's oh, and I want to show you another one. We are just about to publish a oh. really exciting book. This one, it's called Searching for Search. Proof and oh, Faith. Oh, look at that. Yes, it's a great book. Um, it, I recommend to you, you personally, to read this oh, book. I'll send course. it to you if you would There you like. go. That's the best way. I got okay. a bookshelf full of books from, uh, from guests. Yeah, I definitely do, read them. Do you read them? I do. do. When I have them? time, I'm still, you know, when I have time, I am going through like three books well, this at, is an at, easy at the read. moment. So this is, you can see this is, this is a pretty short book. It's not a, oh, not a big one. Yeah. Yeah. Give me a couple is. weeks. All right. Thank yeah. you, Susan, so much. This has been a blast. Stay okay. safe out there. That's all the show there is for you today. Thanks for listening. As always, you can find me at the Bible Says What YouTube and Facebook pages. You can also find clips of the show on TikTok under BSW the podcast. 
If you like what you heard and want to help keep the recording light on, simply go to patreon.com forward slash BSW the podcast and sign up to be a supporter of the show. Your episodic tithes of a dollar or more will get you early access to each episode by at least three days, stickers, shirts, and shout outs. That's patreon.com forward slash BSW the podcast. For the latest events, BSW swag, including signed copies of The Bible Says What the Book, head on over to the show's ever evolving webpage at thebiblesayswhat.com. And no matter which platform you use to listen to your podcasts, don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you won't miss out on the next episode. Until then, would you kindly pick up your Bibles and read them? Next week on the Bible says what? Yeah, and God will have punishment on the people. No, we are supposed to be doing that punishment. We are specifically supposed to be stoning gay people. That's what the Bible says. Uh... <laughs> I mean, we can't let witches live either. We got to kill those. Do you think witches are real? Yeah, disobedient children. Difference. We're supposed to stone disobedient children as well. God wants that done. I don't think these are good laws. I don't think these are good ideas. These are God's perfect, holy, righteous, and good laws. Do you think those are good ideas? So, well, no, I, I think disobedience, you shouldn't be doing the things that are evil. Forget Is about the disobedience. Simple? Forget about that. Well, no, let's, I let's can't. Let's talk about the punishment I can't itself. because without the disobedience, you can't. there can't. wouldn't be a punishment, Michael. That's not so fair. The disobedience is ridiculous, The uh, but the punishment itself, let's look at that. Do you think so? Lying is disobedient, is ridiculous. Lying, lying, lying is ridiculous. Lying, yes, lying is ridiculous. Adultery is ridiculous. Adultery, don't even get me started on God's adulterousness. Come on, um, who impregnated a teenage kid that was proposed to be married to somebody else? Yeah, God. that's sin. That's what I'm saying. And people God like did that, that will not that's enter sin. into the kingdom of He impregnated a teenager.